Let me let me introduce you guys to uh, Pastor Jonathan Sosby. So we had uh, on Monday, uh, Corey and I, Corey and Brandy and I were talking about connection and the importance of godly connections and fellowships and everything like that. It was awesome. It was really good. And then yesterday, Pastor Anthony Wade and I uh, were talking about how to begin and finish with power and really a lot of talk about a revelation of righteousness and walking in that. And uh, But when we were talking about connections, that, that makes me think of you because I, uh, to me, when you find somebody in the kingdom that you, you know, get along with that's of the same spirit, mm-hmm. and then especially for me, when I see somebody that is uh, humble and a servant, and some, you know, things like that, and hungry for the things of God, uh, meditating on the Word, uh, has revelation. But, you know, the issue is you could get up and preach at pretty much anywhere that, that you want to. And I think the Lord's going to do more and more of that with you mm-hmm. as, as you go. And I think you're probably already picking that up too. But it, the issue is that you've been serving. And, mm-hmm. and, and even though you have a Word, you have humbled yourself in that way to say, no, my job is to serve right. right now. And so many people are not willing to do that. And many people, they want the spotlight. They want to be standing in front <laughs> of, of everybody. And they want the attention and things like that. And at first, of course, when I first got to know you, I didn't know that. But then over years, I, I saw, I was like, this man is carrying something. And it's good. Uh, but he has chosen to serve the Lord mm-hmm. by serving Brother Tracy, even though he's carrying something, he's not longing for that spotlight. Right. And um, and I just really, to me, and then I watched you, you know, and I was watching you for years and just watching how you served, how you did those mm-hmm. things, that honor, that humility. And you would make you would make comments to me about stuff about things that were humble, and and you saw it like, did you see how they did that? And, and you know, that person kind of <laughs> missed it, and I was like. But and what that told me was you had a revelation of humility and honor that most people didn't have because I saw that stuff, but many people don't see those things, and it just really, really blessed me. And so then every time I got to the place where I would see you, it would just put a smile on my face, wow. and it just blesses me to have you here today. And it's and great to be here. Yeah, Amen. Well, and yesterday, so we had Pastor Eddie was supposed to be here today, but he had a he had a hang up in his schedule, and I said, Lord, what do you want to do? And uh, what do you, what do you want to do here? And he said, and he brought up you to me, and I went glory that's to God. I was cool. like, that's awesome. That's so awesome. Thank you, Lord, for that because right. I don't want to do anything that the Lord hadn't said mm-hmm. to do, you know. And um, it was just so awesome that's when he said that, and I've been looking forward to it. So I have too. You know, it's it's funny that you're kind of going this direction because I kind of sense this, but yeah. I didn't know how it would go this direction. Yeah, <laughs> but I know we're right on track because me and Buddy talked. Um, on the way over here this yeah, morning. Yeah. And you know, me and my wife, Krista, and I'm sure she's she's watching right now. Um, we were pastoring hello, a church. Krista. Yeah. Hello, Krista. She said <laughs> give her a shout out, which I don't think you've given shout out since the early nineties, but you know. Uh, well, we will give you one. We will give you one. Here's a shout out, shout out to Krista Sosby. Who's <laughs> also awesome. We love you guys. Yeah. So amen. <laughs> she completes me, no. Yeah. yeah. But um we or I complete her, whatever. <laughs> We were pastoring a church in Georgia, and God had called us to it. He'd given us a, you know, a really awesome team yeah. to start with. 
And uh, he had brought in some really cool people that we were able to minister with and work with. And then as, you know, we got further into it, we was really had a heart to grow the church, grow the ministry. God spoke to us and said, move and help Pastor Tracy. Wow. So what you're, the, the way that you're going is right on because when I quit preaching every day, per se, yeah. or pastoring a church, and I go into working with Brother Tracy, it's not a step down. Yeah, and it's no, not a step. No. It's not a step sideways. It's actually a step up. Yeah, because you're stepping further up into your yeah. call. That's right. And you know, you were. Uh, well, let me let me open with a scripture, Luke four and seventeen. And there was delivered, and this is Jesus was delivered unto him the book of prophet Isaiah. And so when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. Yeah. One of the most important things that we can learn from Jesus is he found his place. Yes, yes. He had to find his place on the earth <laughs> the way that he was supposed to go. Yeah. Now, there was things. We could have stayed in Georgia and pastored this church. And, yeah. I, you know, we could have grown it and God would have blessed it because yeah. he would bless his work. Yeah. But when we moved with Pastor Tracy, it was like taking streams and it was like making streams into a river. Yeah. 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 And it was important for us to find our place. Yeah. And I would encourage each and every one of you. It's important to find your place in the book. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you called to? And, and you you made and me and Buddy talked about this exact thing almost on the way <laughs> really? to church, on the way to uh, to um to here this morning. That's and awesome. you said, Well, you could get up in a service and preach. Well, anybody could get up in one of Brother Tracy's services and preaches because he carries a weight and he carries an anointing. Yeah. Yeah. And so what we were talking about is I see so many people right now. That say yourself, and say you have helpers here. Well, you have an anointing in the building. Yeah. As yeah. a pastor and the leader, you and you and Nicole have an, an anointing. Yeah. Well, they could come in, and because of what you carry, it's easy for them to get up and begin to minister and begin to preach. Yeah. And ride off your wave of what God's called you. Yeah. To. Yeah. The minute some of these people begin to see success, they think, well, now it's time for me to go over here and start a work. Yeah. You know, God's blessing me. I'm anointed. Yeah. I need to go over here, and I need to. I need to start a work. Yep. Well, what's the first thing that we see yep. start happening when they go over across town and they yep. start that work? Yeah. It just falls yep. in and it just crumbles. A lot of their marriages, their kids. I That's mean, it's right. story after That's story. Right. You know, That's I right. know ministries right now. You know ministries. Yep, I do. And so it's important that when God calls us to something, yeah. when he calls us, when we find our place, that we stay in our place yeah. for that season That's right. and not try to ride the wave of your anointing and yeah. go across town on the other side of Albemarle and start a church because I felt the anointing that was on you, yeah. and I'm riding that wave, and now I'm all, we begin to get out uncovered. Yeah, that's right. That's right. There's, there is so much uh, value in humility and having a covering, and uh, that's one of the things that I appreciate about Brother Tracy so much is, all right, he's a great guy. I love him. You know, I love his preaching. I love his heart. I was talking to the team this morning about how we handled the situation last night that right. I just love. But the issue is what I love even more than any of that is this man of God that the Lord is using, the Lord connected me to him and put him right. as a covering in my right. life. So now I don't just have a good, how we said it yesterday, a good terrestrial man mm -hmm. that I'm connected to or a man that's on the earth. Right. I have a man that heaven said be connected. The same right. thing that you have when, and, and a lot of times we'll go down the road and we forget that, right. you know, we, we forget. And this is something we were talking about the other day is pay attention 
to the anointing mm -hmm. that generates something. Mm -hmm. And you never stop it or quit it without right. a higher anointing right. making that change, right. right? And so a lot of times we'll have an anointing. I watch this when people come into the church. They'll have an anointing to come and plant themselves. Right. You know, 1 Corinthians 12, 18, God has placed the mem members. They'll hear from God. Then they'll go to Psalm 92 if they're doing it right and plant themselves in the body, right? right? But the issue is then they'll then they'll get frustrated or offended at something or their doctrine's a little bit right. different. Right. And there's no anointing on that. They just feel like, well, I just think I'm right. And they don't recognize it. They think it's God leading them. Right. But there's no anointing right. in it. There's none. And so it's so important to follow that anointing. Mm -hmm. And one time I had a situation where uh, I, I was under the anointing. I was at a meeting. They asked, if you have this leading, put your name down on a list. And it was by the anointing that I, I knew what they were going to ask for eventually. But it was by the anointing. The Lord said, Put your name on that list, right? Right. And I said, okay. Well, a few months later passed, and I got a phone call because I was on that list. And they were asking me to come to a meeting. This was in Florida at Dr. Mm -hmm. Rodney's. They were asking me to come down there. I was busy. I was super busy. Super, super busy. And if I went down there, I was going to have to finish my day at 9 o'clock at night, drive through the night. That was the only way I was going to be able to get there yeah. and be at that meeting drive through the night, get there at 9 o'clock the next morning, and I had been fasting. I was in the middle of a fast, so I didn't feel like it anyway. Right. I, and and uh, I was sitting there right at that place. I said, Lord, and, and my thought was, they should have planned better than this. This is like a week <laughs> away, and I don't, I'm just not going to move because of that. I said, Lord, but humility says not what I think. Mm -hmm. Lord, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? And um, he said, he said, are you going this <laughs> he said are you going to honor the anointing that you were under when you put your name on that list and i went well that's the end of that discussion <laughs> that's the end of that discussion and uh so and i went down there and i was super i i received an impartation and then on the way home i'd been after something for months now actually for years at this point but specifically, I'd really been pressing in for months, but it started years ago. On the way home, driving home from that trip, he answered that question, mm -hmm. and he showed me exactly where to go. And the question is, would I have heard it had I not gone down there and honored the anointing? Right. I don't think so. Right. I, maybe eventually, but, right. but I don't think I would have gotten it then at that time mm -hmm. in that strength and in that power. And so, you know, you have, here, here's what I see in you. You followed that anointing, and this is, this is I'm going to hand it back to you here. You followed that anointing, but you didn't just, just quit after a few years. Right. You didn't just, you didn't let logic get in the way, right. a calling get in the way in right. that way, because a lot of people, they know they have a calling, but they misplace the timing of it. All. Yeah. You didn't let those, you've seen it. Right. You didn't let that stuff get in the way. You just have kept serving, you and Krista mm -hmm. both, and and I applaud you for that, and, and I I would say thank you for my king's sake, you know. Right. Thank you for how you wow. served and continuing to serve. Right. Thank you for honoring Brother Tracy. and Because what you're doing, and a lot of people, I think a lot of times this is missed, is they don't realize that, okay, Brother Tracy is called to be the figurehead mm -hmm. of a ministry. But 
I can't do, I'm the figurehead of this ministry. I can't do what right. I do without this right. team, these people right. that you don't see behind the camera. Right. Without, I walk in and do a program because I'm handling all kinds of stuff right. and I walk in and do this and I handle the word and I, and I, I work that word and I give that word. But there were people here hours ahead of time setting up right. things, getting it to the place right. where everybody could work together like this. Right. And so think about this. If I don't have a team here, I don't have a ministry. Right. I don't have a ministry. So how important is the team? Just as important as I am. Right. Just as important as I am in that way. They might not be the figurehead, mm -hmm. but on the records of heaven, they are, they are direct partners, and they have, they have the same rewards mm -hmm. and awards when they serve right. like you've served and will continue to in that right. way. I mean, it's just, amen. Well, one thing <laughs> important about being connected is, you know, when Jesus was sending out, there was a group of disciples that he sent out. It says he gave them power. Yeah. So it's part of being connected is there's something that the leadership that God has anointed him with and graced yeah. him with that if you're not there following, he yeah. can't give it to you. Yeah, that's right. There's that's something right. about being connected to receive something that you're supposed to walk in. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I've told this short maybe one other time, um, but I, I grew up, well, I, said I didn't grow up doing it. I did actually kind of a little bit later, uh, but I used to race motocross. Okay, yeah. And, and it was something that I, I mean, I love motorcycles. Yeah. I really enjoy the, you know, the jumping, the you know, the wrecking, not so much, but, uh, you know, the, the jumping, all the, the whatever's associated with it, I just thoroughly had a really yeah, good time. Yeah. And so I had a, a friend of mine that um, he was a real professional. I wasn't, I wasn't a professional, but I was, you know, a couple levels down. There's many levels to it. Yeah. And I held, he got, actually got in a, in a wreck and I had his motorcycle at my house for a while. And so this guy was really, really fast. I mean, he was one of the guys that would race on TV, and his motorcycle was built and prepped. I mean, it had all kind of work done to it. Right. And it just had tons of power. And so I kept his motorcycle for a few months, and so I'd finally gotten to the place where I was just, you know, I knew I was done with it, so I just got rid of everything. Yeah. I actually just got rid of it. So I had his motorcycle at my house, and my brother was wanting to go ride one day, and so I said, let's go to the track. So I said, I'm going to take Clint's motorcycle. Yeah. So I had his motorcycle, and, and, and in motocross, motocross is a really small community, and your number is kind of means, yeah. means. So when you come up on, and you're on this motorcycle, everybody knows this number. Right. And so we're at this track, and it was a practice day, and we were riding, and I was hitting the jumps and riding, and there was people there that knew that it was Clint's motorcycle. So they're just, well, I could just see, I could just see the things <laughs> they were thinking. Yeah. That ain't Clint riding that motorcycle. Yeah. That's not him on it. You know, because he's at a whole different level yeah, than I am. Yeah. So finally, a, few, a little while rolls by, and the guy walks over there. He said, you're not Clint. Who's on his motorcycle? <laughs> yeah. And so we just all start laughing, and I tell him, you know, that I'm, I'm have it for a season. So what it showed me was on this motorcycle, I had all this power. Yeah. I had the same power that Clint had That's good. when he rode the motorcycle. But I did not possess the same ability yeah, yeah. that Clint had. Yeah. So what are we doing in this Christian walk? All the power in heaven and earth has been given unto me. Yeah. We have been given this power from God Almighty. But what am I doing? I'm trying to learn how to utilize this power. I'm trying to look, well, how does a professional use yeah. this power? Yeah. And so it was just funny how they knew... <laughs> 
that it wasn't Clint on the motorcycle. Yeah. That it was me. Yeah. But the power was available. I just didn't have the skill set. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And that's, so the issue is, if we'll take off on that motorcycle and we try to be that person, right. all of a sudden, the issue is we're building the house. Right. And you know, Psalm exactly 127 right. says, if you build the house, you labor in vain mm-hmm. that build it. And so we have to understand that let, we have to let the Lord build the house, right. which means every word, every word that is acted upon is by him and through him. Brother right. Trace is out there. He's out he? there. <laughs> he's, in, he's looking in the window. We need a sign that says, do not tap on glass. You know? so. I, I heard something in the hallway that I saw you look up. I, I was like, <laughs> anyway, so we have a, uh, you know, we need to make sure that if, see, we have these ideas and there's these soulish thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, when I say soul, it's in the mind. It's, it's fleshly, soulish thoughts. Mm-hmm not spirit-led thoughts. And they can take us down a path and cause us to completely, you know, all right, now all of a sudden we have this motorcycle, we think we're him. Right. You know, and we try to be him, and everybody's looking like, that's not him. That's not and, him. Now, and there may be some that are like, oh, yeah, that's really good because I can't do that. Mm-hmm. But, and many times the devil will have us look at those people. Right. And, and I remember one time I was in a church and I was ministering, and this is one of the worst things somebody ever said to me. <laughs> the, the pastor, and, I, and it sounds like a compliment. The pastor uh, had me preach, and it, it just so happened it was on a day that's normally low, and it happened to be packed. <laughs> so it looks good, yeah. right? And then I preached, and we went out to lunch, and there was a person there that came up and walked up and said, all I want to know is this, when are you going to get your own church? Right. And I went, and I knew as soon as they said, I was like, I said, well, thank you. And I said, the Lord will have to do that. You mm-hmm. know, it's, and the issue was I already knew I'm not trying to build my right. own house. You know, I'm not trying to build my own ministry. But that was one of the worst things because they didn't realize they're operating completely by the soulish realm. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're desiring. That wasn't the Lord speaking. That mm-hmm. was actually a bit of rebellion yep. coming in because they already were rebellious against that church mm-hmm. some. And that was a bit of rebellion coming in trying to get me. You know what the funny thing was when I did actually start church? That person never came. <laughs> Never came. That's isn't that, way, isn't that's that interesting? That yeah, and so the devil, and when I started, it was right. The Lord told us to do it, and it was the time of it and everything. That person never came as much. So all that, those were empty words, and they were trapped so that I would believe the wrong thing and get in the soul and run off on that thing. And uh, I've seen that so many times when people say and make comments like that. Did Buddy tell you the story about when he preached a few months ago and the anointing came on him? A little bit. A little bit, a yeah. A little bit. But he had, it was a great, and the fact that he recognized it blessed oh, me yeah. so much because he said, he said, Pastor, he got done, I said, how'd it go today? And he said, Pastor, he said, he said, I know what I operated in today was not my gifting, not my, it was your anointing came on me. Right. He said, it was flowing through me, and I could tell, like, as I'm ministering in it, like, this is not mine. This is pastor's. This right. is how he ministered. And that anointing, the next time he preached, the same thing happened. Mm-hmm. The fact that he recognized that, and, and it, it's good to recognize, but he voiced it to me, which makes him right. accountable, right? right? That was so smart on his right. behalf. But also just to recognize that and understand, you know, I've stepped up in the, in the ministry when Brother Tracy's been somewhere, and it's like, oh, I feel that. That's not mine, you know. Yeah. 
But many people, immature, immature ministers will step into that role right. and then they're like, ooh, this is mine. Right. This is mine, you know. And it's not theirs at all. You know, right. it's their feeling and sensing and anointing, and then they run with it like they like, well, I gotta be obedient to God. No, you're sensing the anointing that's the responsibility right. of somebody else's. Do what they said and hand it right back to them. You that's know? exactly uh, right. Yeah. And, I, exactly and right. I've seen you I've seen you do that, and I really, really appreciate that because that is actually staying under that covering. Mm-hmm. And we've been talking about authority is a man, a person under authority, a person with authority is a person under mm-hmm. authority. And right. if they are not yielded, right, if they're not yielded, mm-hmm. then it's they're not going to walk in authority long. Right. What little they do have will quickly... Uh, be squandered, you know, and that's a, they have to yield to that, and they have to, and that submission part of it is, that submission part is not when we agree. See, we'll say, oh yeah, we're in unity, and we agree, we're in, I'm in submission to everything. Well, actually, we'll find out when you disagree, Mm -hmm. because that's when you actually find out if you're submitted. It's easy for anybody to agree when they're in agreement. Mm -hmm. You know, it's when they disagree, you find out, are you yielded? Right. Yeah, and, but that, When we go in, I think it's Philippians 2, it said Jesus humbled himself Mm -hmm. to the point of the the cross, to the death on that cross. Oh, yeah. And that humility (laughs) is what empowered him to raise up from the dead and get a name that's above every other name. That humility. And, and of course, well, I'm going to let you talk. (laughs) Well, no, I'm I'm enjoying hearing you talk. You know, it's uh, Jesus, he didn't. People, I guess, kind of fail to see that, you know, he was a man, but he just wasn't born on the earth, get full of the Holy Ghost, and just go start doing anything he wanted to. Yeah. He just didn't go start healing everybody. You remember the man on the five five porches where he stepped over the five porches and went to the one. One. So he only said and did what he heard his father say and do. Jesus had to be led by the Spirit of God. Yes. Now, how am I ever, or how are you ever going to pastor or how will I ever follow if I'm not being led yes. by the Spirit of God? Yes. You know, I'm, I've got an opportunity because some of the stuff I get to do, I'm around some really wealthy people. Yeah. And then because of some of the stuff I get to do, I get to see some really poor people. Yeah. And what I have found, no matter how poor they are and no matter how wealthy they are, if you go into a dark room, they cannot walk through a dark room without turning the light on. <laughs> That's good. I don't That's care good. on what level you yeah. are in life. You can't walk through a dark room yeah. without the light on. Yeah. You know, just ask me last night. <laughs> in the, in, I'm staying in a new room. Yeah. And, you know, the, the room that you have us in, it's the, the old home, and it has the big, huge bed post. Yeah. Well, I found it about 4 a.m., the one of the corner posts. As I went for a walk, I found that post. My knee found it. Oh, no. Yes. And so... <laughs> Jesus was glorified, so in my confession, not in the hitting of the post. So. But I have a scripture. Oh, oh Jesus! <laughs> Jesus was glorified. So in Ephesians, and we know this really well. This prayer in one eighteen that the eyes of yes. my understanding be enlightened. I need the lights to come on yes. so I can walk through the room. Yes. Why are we working with Brother Tracy and Sister Lori? Third, you know, being and I told Buddy this morning. Being at the tip of the spear is not always fun. 
they get to see some of the good things when Brother Tracy's on the platform and that's, and that's and when you're on the wisdom. platform or when we're in the airplane and we're traveling, we get to see some of these things, but they a lot of times don't see the things that are happening at midnight, yeah. the phone calls. So, I, you know, I kind of laugh and I joke with my wife sometimes. It's a whole lot easier following than yeah. leading. Yeah. It's a lot less responsibility <laughs> to follow, you know? Yes, yes. <laughs> so that, our, uh, that the eyes of our understanding be enlightened. So we need revelation yeah. that we may know the hope of his calling. What has he called me to do? And the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. We have to have the light come on to yes. know where we're supposed to go. I'm seeing so many people right now, they're standing in limbo and they don't know which way to turn. Yeah. It's like they're standing in a dark room and it's like, which way do I go? Yeah. Well, I would encourage you, number one, get in the Word, pray in the Holy Ghost, and find someone that you can be connected to you connected yeah. to yeah. that you know is preaching the light. Yes, yes. Because the light comes from the spoken Word, and we know that as revelation knowledge. Yeah. Anytime I can get a word on something, yes. you know, you call it that aha moment. You're sitting there, and you're doing something, and you just can't figure it out. It's like... Oh, I got That's it. it. <laughs> when that light comes on, yeah. then you can't be stopped. Yes. Yeah. And the light come on for Jesus because in Luke 17, uh, Luke 4, 8, uh, 17, he found his place. And yeah. in 18, that is the basis of what he was, the root of his ministry was healing the sick, raising the dead, yes. opening the eyes that were blind, healing the, yes. those that were oppressed. Yes. And you were talking about offense a minute ago. So he reads that in Luke 4, 17, 18, and 19, the acceptable year of the Lord. And then it says he goes and he sits down. Yeah. And you know, and from tradition, we've heard many people say that, you know, there was a seat on the platform and he went and sat down and took his place as Christ that day, <laughs> the anointed one. Yeah. So when we get the light, when we get someone that we know we're connected to, then we can set in our place that he's called us to. Yes. And like on the boat, when the storm came, he said, let us yes. go to the other side. Okay, there was revelation. They didn't recognize That's it. That's right. There was That's light right. when he said, let us. Even though the storm was coming, yeah. the revelation and the light of his word was in the instruction, let us go to the other yes. side. So now you're telling me the disciples are afraid. So Jesus <laughs> has done all of these miracles. All of these things have yes. happened. He said, let us go to the other side. So now this is the storm that's going to take him out. Right. You know, right. because right. when you're in fear and you're afraid, the, yeah. the whole root of fear is death. That's right. That's right. All fear, no matter what it is and what level, the root of fear, the end result, you think you're going to die at the end yeah. of that thing. That's right. You know, we see that in aviation all the time. Yeah. So in the instruction, let us go to the other side or in the instruction, Go hook up with Pastor Brian and Sister Nicole. Yeah, in yeah. that instruction, that's when all the revelation in the rooms begin illuminated. Yes. And you begin your walk through that room. How have you, um, so from the time that you, you probably have tons of these stories, but what are the ones that the Holy Ghost would bring up to you right now? Uh, a few of them. How you have seen light and revelation come since you've been connected with Brother Tracy. Maybe even before you went to work with them. Uh, but how have you seen, where are some moments where it just being under that anointing, being connected to it, it brought 
a revelation and a light that helped you and Crystal? Well, let's do a recent one. One of the most special things that I that I've I've seen was last night with your with one of your pastors. Yeah, and <laughs> one that you call pastor. Yeah. And he was hearing the word in the service. And I've always had a heart for ministers. Yeah. I've always yeah. had a heart to see ministers grow. And even when ministers fall, yeah. I've always had a heart. Yeah. Or they just have a wreck in life. Yeah. They just mess up. You know, who hasn't messed up? You know, well, except Jesus. Right. Yeah. But when they just have a wreck or have a mess, I've kind of been one that always went to that. Right. And said, you know, don't give up, don't quit. It's just a wreck. It's just yeah. a mess. You know, God will fix this thing. Yeah. You know, you haven't yeah. broke it bad enough that you can't get out of it. Yeah. That's for yeah. sure. And so, not that there was any kind of mess or anything yeah. last night, but when I seen him minister the word last night and revelations opens up to your pastor, things that yeah. he knows, and then things on top of what he knows, the Holy Ghost is, is revealing things on yeah. top of what yeah. he knows. And then he's believing for a miracle in his body. Yeah. And then we go into the back office at the end of the service when, when other people are moving out. Yeah. And then when Brother Tracy begins to start talking to him, even further light comes. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, lays hands on him, and then he receives a little bit, and then a few minutes later there's a little bit more word, and then all of a sudden he lays hands on him again because the light comes on inside yeah. this pastor. Yeah. At that point, your pastor couldn't hardly stand up yeah. and walk out of the office. <laughs> That's right. So there was yeah. last night in his life, I saw three areas of revelation. There was one in the service. Yeah. We went to the back office. He began to speak for a minute. And then the pastor uh, made a couple of comments in faith, you yeah. know, yeah. Or, or where he was at. And then the third time, Brother Tracy yeah. began to open up the scripture even further yeah. and then begin to lay hands on him again. And all yeah. of a sudden, it just hit him. Yeah. The revelation this thing that he had been looking for and even a couple of questions that he had had, yeah. he got it. And when he got that, that's one of the most special things yeah. that I see. Amen. It's to see a pastor that's been pastoring for many, many, many yeah. years yeah. to receive something from God and almost yeah. have to be helped out of the office Yeah, yeah, because of the anointing. Amen. Well, and, and think about that situation because a lot of times I've found in America... We have these uh, we have these levels that we put people on. They're mm -hmm. like, okay, Brother Tracy ministered to him, so he must be over him. Mm -hmm. Or, oh, and here's here's another thing. Or he must be low, you mm -hmm. know, in that way. <laughs> or yeah, and people don't realize. They, I know. I'm glad you're laughing. But uh, <laughs> and, but limbo Christian. Here's uh, yeah, limbo Christian. Limbo. And uh, here's another thing though is. Because we've been so concerned with those levels. And it's God to increase. Mm -hmm. But there's a pride to try to be known and seen. Mm -hmm. and, and when we try to filter everybody into these different levels in right. that way. So one of those issues is take you and Brother Tracy, for example. Many people in your position would be, okay, I'm here. And basically the mindset is I'm building my resume. <laughs> I'm building my <laughs> resume by being with Brother Tracy so yeah. that one day... I can go and be like him. Yeah. And it's like, that's the worst thing you can do at all because what you're doing is you're you're putting your success, right. uh, you're attaching it to a level, not to obedience. Right. Right? Right. And, and obedience says one thing, but a, a title, a level, that's not success <laughs> unless God has formed it and stamped it, right. you know? but And many times we assume that, and so... You know, have you seen pastors? Because you're around, you're around mm -hmm. ministers all the time. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? How they're just constantly looking. Well, for true these success. Levels? 
is not a title. That's right. And yeah. I'm, I'm actually, yeah. I'm, I, I'm probably different than most people. I actually just don't like titles. I just don't care nothing. Because if you walk in humility, you don't need a title. Yeah. Number one, That's if right. I have to have That's a title right. for you to know who I am, then yeah. I'm not who I think I am anyway. That's right. That's you know, right. if I have to call myself a title for you to, yeah. you know, you, you don't, you don't believe in it anyway. And, and, yeah. but, you know, probably the most successful thing I would see in ministry is to see a minister. The success side would be watch their kids. Yeah. That's what I would think. It's not the Agreed. titles. It's not the fame. I see a lot of them. A lot of people right now, they're chasing the fame. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. But you look in their homes. Yeah. And watch their kids. If yeah. you Because the kids see everything. Yeah. They hear yeah. everything. When things happen at midnight, the kids hear through the walls. You yeah. Know? They yeah. know what really goes yeah. on. That's and when right. you see the kids that are still associated with ministry, like Brother Tracy's that I'm attached to, that tells you a lot about what the ministry, when I look at you, yeah. I see your kids involved. Well, yeah. I saw her, you know, <laughs> <She's over there. laughs> and I see your kids and I see the honor that your kids have. Yeah. That's, to, that's one of the things that I probably look for more than anything, more than any title, more than income, yeah. more than yeah. large church, small church. I want to see what are your kids doing? Do they believe in you? Yeah, yeah. That's success. Yeah, and, and have you pointed them towards the Lord in a proper right. way? You know, right. that's a... One of the things the Lord revealed to me years ago is that as much as our kids are our kids, there's a blood that's greater than mine coursing through their veins. And we are stewards of those children Mm -hmm. to teach them and point them to their real father in the Lord because that spiritual father is even stronger than a fleshly father. And my goal is to paint the best picture of him with my life Right. For them to see, if I say something, I mean something. It's my word. My, let my yes be yes, my no be no. Mm-hmm. But and that I uphold that, that I, they see honor in me. They see humility. They see hunger in me. Mm-hmm. And they see that it there's a nobleness to that role in their lives because, because I'm representing the Father in right. heaven. And I may miss it sometimes. He doesn't. But I, they're going to look at their father in heaven the way that they look at me, at least as a starting right. point, as a starting point. So if I can establish that and have them looking at with the right eyes and the right, right type of faith, then that'll help them to really approach their, their spiritual father the way that they should. And um, that's one of those things I think is really missed. You know, and I'll watch parents many times, you know, they'll say, don't do that, you know, don't do that or I'm going to ground you for 100 years. And it's like, right. you, you don't have that ability, dude. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, or get down off of that couch, you're going to break your yeah. neck. You know, the, the father just says, be wise. And he'll say, stop doing that. You know, don't. And he'll teach me how to do that. He's not, he's not prophesying death and broke necks into my life. You know, <laughs> right. he's not, he's not prophesying those things. And, and he's not, changing and flip-flopping all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, well, we're going to do this. Well, we're going to do that. Well, we're going to do this. Well, we're going to do that. So I want to paint that picture. And I think as, as we do that, the kids will pick up on that. And then, mm-hmm. of course, they have to have their own relationship with the father. And so we're teaching them that from an early age. Right. Like, uh, you know, even like where Abigail went to high school, where Rachel went to high school, we said, you pray. We'll right. agree with you for wisdom, but right. you have a father that that comes from. It's not just our idea. It's not just our wisdom. Right. You have a father, and teaching right. them to 
pull on by faith and expectation right. on the Father early is so important, and um, that's awesome. Right. Amen. Um, what is, what would you say, what, what would you say is one of the best things and the worst things that you've seen ministers <laughs> do oh, in well. your travels? Like, probably like better not say the out. worst. Well, something some that, no, 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 no I'm kidding. Not, not direct things. <laughs> Probably better not describe that. What's, what's one of those things you see a mistake being made no, on a I'm regular kidding. basis that you think would really help ministers or people at the church that you see? Because when you go and travel, you see the good and you see the bad. Right. And some, some things, because you have a, an overall picture, right. you can, and you don't have emotion involved, mm -hmm. you can say, God, they... People keep doing that, and they keep falling in that <laughs> right. ditch. I wish they wouldn't do that. Say, yeah. yeah. What What are some of those things? Well, you know, you see it in Abraham in Romans talks about where Abraham was fully persuaded. I was like, God, how in the world did Abraham, how did he stay fully persuaded? He had Ishmael. Well, it just come up in me immediately, <laughs> and there's, I, there's a whole message, but basically he stayed consistent. Yes. He did not quit, That's and good. he did not give up. Yeah, And the one thing you see, we're seeing some now, and, and I believe in this, it's fixing a change, but there's going to be a revival of among the ministries yeah. and among the ministers and among the churches, and there's going to be an outpouring for the people that's yeah. coming in from off the street. Amen. So I'm believing that we're fixing to be revived, yeah. that the ones that have given up, that have quit, yeah. that have stopped short. And that's what you see is you see people, they get right up to the point. Yeah, yeah. And they just quit. They lose the desire and yeah. sometimes, you know, Mark 11 talks about whatsoever you desire, when yeah. you pray, believe that you receive. And I've always thought when you begin to pray, if you're spending a consistent time in prayer, yeah. his desires become your desires. Yeah. And then you begin to desire those things he desires for you. That's right. That's operating in 100% faith. Yeah. Because Jesus proved faith works 100% of the time, every time. Yeah. But he went into his hometown and couldn't do no mighty work. Yeah. That was their faith that was lacking. It wasn't his faith yeah. because there was some that come in that they did get healed. They did get delivered and set free. That's right. So one of the things that I see probably most of or you see a lot of is people that get tired. Yeah. They get tired and they quit early. Yeah. Right at the point that you know it's the breakthrough. Yes. They yeah. give up and they quit early. I, I've seen that actually Pastor Anthony and I talked about that yesterday is um, that the devil realizes like he's le losing that last fingernail hole. Right. And he's like, let me fear them into quitting this because I'm about to lose. So he throws, right. it's like a last ditch effort to throw everything at the person. And so many times <laughs> I watch and people have fallen for that. And I, I mean, I can tell you, I, we have tons of success stories, mm -hmm. but Sometimes it's almost like the, the non-success stories, mm -hmm. like you remember those more and it, it, right. and it hurts more It was because you want to see people break through. And I have a lot of stories where people came right up there and I'm encouraging them, like, don't quit. You yep. can do this. Just trust God. Right. And they get tired. They get weary and well-doing. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden they shut down and, and it's... Uh, uh, they they lose they mm -hmm. lose that and if you don't quit if you have a word from God mm -hmm. and you don't quit you right. win you win you win Every <laughs> it's time. that simple if you have a word for, now that's a big key mm -hmm. if you have a word from God if you have a word from God and you don't quit mm -hmm. you win right yeah and that's that's how 
the Lord early on in ministry, he spoke this to me, and they'll, they'll know it, but it, he said, I'm looking for people that will do the right things for long right. periods of time. That's I'm good. looking for people that will do the right things for long periods of time. And then he even said to me, he said, what would, what would this world be like if all of the Christians, all of the believers across the globe had done the right things every time for the last mm-hmm. five years? I was like, we wouldn't be here. <laughs> like, we'd be gone. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. And the issue is we've not, we've, we've been partial. Like, he said a statement from the Reese Howells Intercessor book about being impartial. Mm-hmm. You, we've, we can't be partial. We can't have a part in, right. the, in the argument. We've got to be impartial to whatever God says to do. And if we'll get to that place, power will flow. Right. And the grace of God will flow. So, and then that Jeremiah 29, Jeremiah 24, 7, 29, 11 through 14, where it, where it talks about, if you'll seek me with all of yeah. your heart, there's no part of your heart that doesn't want to know this answer, whether your flesh likes it or not, right. you will find me. I will be found by you. Right. And, and that's attached to where he says, I have great plans for you to give right. you a future and hope. I have no plans for your calamity, right? right? No plans for calamity. And we've got to get that partiality, that mm-hmm. bias out of ourselves right. and be all in. Right. So. Well, you think Adam and Eve, these were perfect people that had never, ever known seed. I mean, known sin. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they never knew anything. Yeah. And you take a Satan that come in and deceive them. How much more easier is it for that same enemy to come and affect our spirits who yes. we've, we've known yeah. sin. We've grew up in this world. Yes. But they knew nothing. All they knew was God. Yeah. Everything yeah. that God was, was life, right. was abundance, right. was peace, was joy. You know, anything you can think of, God was. Adam and Eve began to listen. I happen to believe, I personally think it was not, you know, one day talking. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it was over probably a long period of time of consistent hearing the wrong voice. Yeah. And see, if we consistently keep hearing this wrong voice, you know, it begins to build something on the inside of us. Like you said, that pastor yeah. come up and told you, yeah. you know, you can do this. You yeah. can have this. Yeah. You're going to do Well, what that was, the enemy was planting a seed That's right. that would have taken you off course. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like Ishmael. You know, God blessed him, but his covenant was with Isaac. That's right. See, yeah. the covenant is with what he's promised you. Yes. And if you connect up with the right person, you're connected up in the right place. Yes. That's where your covenant promise and your covenant benefits. Yes. That takes you from Abram to Abraham. Yes. From Saul to Paul. When you connect with a covenant. That's awesome. And you understand yeah. your covenant. And, you know, John talks, John 10, 10, the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy but God comes to give abundant life. Yes. If we'll understand this very, very simple thing, the devil's a bad devil, yeah. and God is a good God. <laughs> yes, that's right. Devil's bad, God's God good. good. That's as simple <laughs> yeah. as you can make it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we're having revival in the studio. Yeah, right. amen. My conscience is talking from behind the camera. <laughs> It is kind of weird us talking to Brother Tracy in the room. It's, yeah. <laughs> a little strange. <laughs> well, what he's doing is Amen. I have an earpiece in, and so he just he's feeding <laughs> he's me scriptures and points. <laughs> well, you, I want to give you about two minutes to wrap up anything that you have. Pray whatever the Lord's leading you to do, and uh, we'll wrap up. I will tell you, uh, as soon as we finish this broadcast, starting at 1 o'clock, we're actually going to go back live again. Uh, with Brother Tracy, and we're going to figure out a way to get it streaming if you want to watch. 
Uh, but we're going to be talking to Pakistan. Brother Tracy is hosting a program to Pakistan, and it's going to be awesome. So, uh, Brother Jonathan? I just have it in my heart to pray. Okay. Amen. Okay. And I just want to read this scripture. And I actually kind of kind of pray this scripture out. But, Father, we come to you right now in the name of Jesus Christ, the name that is above every name, yes. the name that is above any sickness, the name that is above any disease, the name that is above anything that would come and hinder and affect each and every person that is watching. Each person, one person that may be watching or two people or three people or more than one, I command in the name of Jesus, Satan, you take your hands yeah. off of their property. You take your hands off of their mind. You take your hands off of their spirit. You take your hands off of their kids. We call their kids back yes. into their home. Yes. We call the kids. We send laborers. Now, God, in the mind of you, you've already saved their kids. You've already brought their kids into the kingdom. So we send laborers right now into the field. Yes. The ones that are supposed to be connected to this ministry that are supposed to be connected to this church with Pastor Brian and Nicole. Now, Jesus, you told the rich man, sell everything and come follow me. God, we call followers into this ministry, into this house of worship, yes. into this house of praise. We call followers to come into this house in the name of Jesus. We ask you for membership to come into this house. We ask you for partners to come and connect with these pastors. And I thank you that right now I pray this scripture where it says, you found your place, Jesus, yes, in the word. Yes. You said that the spirit of the Lord has come upon Brian and Nicole because yes. you have anointed Brian and Nicole to preach the gospel, the good news to the poor. You have sent Brian and Nicole to heal the brokenhearted. You've sent Brian and Nicole to preach deliverance to the captives and the recovering of sight to the blind and set at liberty them that are bruised. God, all the ones in this community that may be blinded, brokenhearted, that may be bruised, you send these pastors into these communities to bring these people into this ministry and to preach the acceptable year of yes. the Lord. And it says you gave the book and you sat down. God, I'm asking you in me, and what you've called us to do, and these pastors, what you've called them to do. I'm asking your word and the holy presence of God to set down yes. in us right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, I just want to share, I'd, you don't know this, but he's quoting in Luke 4 there, he's quoting Isaiah 61. Mm -hmm. Isaiah 61 is the scripture that the Lord called me into ministry with. So when you wow. put my name in there, that meant something. Wow. So <laughs> wow. that he, that's been his word to me yeah, since, wow. uh, gosh, it was 1999 or 2000, excuse me, 2000. So that's been his word. That was, he said, preach my word, son. And that was the scripture he gave me that night. Wow. So amen. So that's the Holy Ghost moving. And we just praise God for you. Uh, we're, we're getting ready to wrap up. If you would like to sow into the word going out through Lunch Plus, you're welcome to. Go to giveww.org. You can hit the QR code there on the screen, Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, text to give, cryptocurrency, give one time or give on a recurring basis. You just go to giveww.org right there, and we make it easy for you. We, we, our job as ministers is to receive it, Use it in full obedience right. to advance the kingdom of God. And that is our heart. That's what we're doing to get the good news of Jesus Christ to the world all the time. 
And our mission is in, in Lunch Plus is every weekday from 1130 to 1 and get you that fresh daily bread word and serve you with some fun and entertainment and the word of God. And that's our mission. That's part of our mission. Also, go and preach around the yes. world. That's this. What's right? We go all over the world as the Lord leads and directs. But one of the things, uh, if you would like to partner with us, you can go there. And our other position on that is our job is to let the grace of God that's on that ministry and on us bless every mm -hmm. seed that it might be multiplied. Right. So, Lord, right now, in Jesus' name, bless every person that's sowing today. Let it be pressed down, shaken together, running over in the name of Jesus. Let it return into their lives, multiplied exponential increase, and, Lord, supernatural yes. quickness yes. in Jesus' name. Yep. Supernatural Quick. speed of a harvest in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for yes. it and we praise you. Amen. Thanks so Amen. much for thank being you. here. I enjoyed it. That was awesome. So did y'all enjoy that? And uh, go like, share, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and we'll see you tomorrow. Look for a few minutes for another stream coming out uh, with Brother Tracy and Jonathan and I, and Barrett's going to wrap everything up. Love you. Share the broadcast. See you tomorrow. Guys don't go anywhere. I mean, you can hop off of this video, but don't leave because we're about to put up a live broadcast that Brother Tracy, Brother Jonathan, and Pastor Brian are about to do. It's going to stream in Pakistan. It's going to be powerful. So you can hop off of this video, but hop on to the next one that we're going to put out too. We love you. Be blessed. Kickstart Night 3 is happening tonight at 6.30 p.m. Join us if you can, but we'll see you back in like a couple minutes. We're just going to flip stuff around. So see you there. Said 2022 will be a year lifelong dreams will come true. You're the healed of the Lord. You're the prosperous. You're the whole. You're the restored. You're the holy. You're the anointed. Long-standing faith projects are about to get pitted suddenly by an unusual heart. Oh, it's cold. And you're coming up right now. You're coming up right now. You're coming up! 2022, the year dreams will come true. <laughs>